This is Tin Pod Radio. Uh, I'm Rick Shea from Famous Faces and Funnies, comic and toy store in Melbourne, Florida. Please don't feel me because I know what I want. Please reality came to become known as the Tin Universe, or the Tin for short, by means of a traveller called Record. He was lost at the time when he stumbled upon it, and then got extremely drunk with a group of Caspery scouts during a scientific expedition to a moon, not our moon, but a moon. He was depressed at being lost, and when asked about all the places he had travelled to, he went on a rant, and when he got to where he was, he said, and then you have this Tin Bit place. This Earth, on which all of these stories take place, is much like our own, but there are a few differences in a few noticeable ways. Different in the sort of ways brothers are different from one another and sisters are not. The way cats are different from one another but dogs are not. One noticeable difference is that there are no sharks in this reality. No sharks. The dolphins are fine, so take a deep breath and breathe, flipper fans. Plenty of whooping cranes mucking about too, but no sharks. So, the Jaws theme music no longer strikes the fear in the hearts of the half-naked women on the beaches of Maine like it once did. Speaking of Maine, did you know it's the toothpick capital of the world? Good for them. It's always good to be a something of the world. The reason for sharks being extinct is the same typical story of humanity acting with no respect to its harm on everything around it. The story, as I'm writing or rewriting it for this audio adaption, is like this. All sharks were killed off after a group of schoolchildren died while swimming in California. I probably should have made it Maine for a little pop culture tie-in, but I did the California thing. Maine was the location of the Jaws films, right? If it wasn't, I've mentioned Maine too many times for no good reason. The extinct shark story goes in more detail as a scientist genetically engineered a poison that he naively, in the naive way scientists should not be naive, thought it would just kill sharks who got too close to the shores of beaches. Instead, it infected the entire species and wiped them all off the face of the earth. It's affected the entire ecosystem, to be totally precise, but the signs of that are just starting to be seen, though many just call that hippie liberal twaddle. All great whites are dead, as well as all hammerheads and all other kinds of sharks. All sharks. Died out. Gone. Forever. Hold me to that if I screw up in a future story and have someone lost at sea and surrounded by sharks. You can watch me try to squirm up a reason for it. The last group of sharks to die out was the freshwater sharks of Lake Nicaragua. This punch to the ecosystem of the sea is also slowly killing off all sea life. 
Didn't I mention it was having wide-ranging effects? But human beings have not noticed and probably won't until it's too late to have a Discovery Channel special about it. I want to say the scientist who caused all this met justice, but in truth he went on to be a very rich man, who later also invented a poison that killed the bedbugs off little children's beds. Don't laugh. These were alien bedbugs with a taste for the blood of young children that were attracted to Earth's atmosphere by a new bug spray released by a chemical company that also developed chemical weapons for the military. Sort of a circle of anti-life there, wasn't it? I might, from time to time in this story, delve into more of those, the ways this reality is different from our own. Things are also different in how there was never a Gulf War. The Iraqi army was driven out of Kuwait by an unknown force. The soldiers who faced it called it the Devil Made of Sand. Some believe the Devil Made of Sand was an American Special Forces unit using chemical weapons, but no proof exists to put fact to this theory. A good deal of the rest of the world has taken up the belief that the Iraqi army saw the mistake they were making and just ran. They saw the outcry from the international community and changed their minds. Happens in war a lot? Anyways, that's not even the stupid thing said about what caused those events to unfold. There's a small group of people in Texas who hold the belief that it was an angel named Insorcel who drove them out. These people also believe all women are succubi. These people need to be walked away from slowly without making eye contact. The group's called The Nest, as an FYI. With the Gulf War having never taken place, the Iraq War never came into being at all. Though some of the fuels that blaze that fire in our reality still exist, and may ignite it in this one at any hour. The leader of Iraq, that Saddam guy, was killed mysteriously in this reality. A coalition of Middle Eastern nations now runs the government and its oil fields. This operation is supposedly with a heavy influence from the United States, or under heavy threat depends on who you talk to. Deep within Iraq though, there are the wheels of turning plans which are taking place which will soon rock this ancient country to its core. Its destiny seems to be set in destruction, no matter what the reality. A war is coming. The 9-11 attacks did happen, but in this reality the United States reacted to the goodwill from the rest of the world by creating closer partnership with the other nations to fight terrorism worldwide, and for the good of the worldwide community. The United Nations is actually something now, not just a mirage of hope. Not saying everything is roses, not close to that, but at least on the surface of delusional living the world scene looks a little better than it does for us. Yep, he was still the president during this time, but made better choices. Thus ends an alternate history lesson. Remember